I don't know. <laughs> um, maybe Simple Plan. One of those bands. I don't know. Um, what was I doing? Okay, hi. Hey. Hello. What's up? The cat, because she's over your head. Oh, you guys. Oh, hi, guys. So it's my favorite haunting. Again. Hi. I'm Ames. I'm Mel. And this is episode nine. 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 Why wow. was six? Nine. <laughs> why was six afraid of seven? Seven, eight, nine. It sure did. It was a hungry motherfucker. You see how skinny sevens are? <laughs> They're just basically a stick. Yep. Um. You guys will notice the last episode and this episode, the lack of bells. <laughs> no bells. Ringing around. And they're not the phantom bells from my previous stories. <laughs> no, we're, we're at Mel's house this time, and her cats are a lot quieter than my cats. And less invasive. Because they're just, like, sleeping and hanging out, and they don't run around and try to climb in your face. No, not like mine, who are all like, love me! Um, those clingy bastards. I love them though. <laughs> um, so we should probably just get like right into it. Sure. Um, I have a couple of things. I always have a couple of things. This is why these pods are getting longer and longer and longer. So I have more no. and more things. No. Uh, no adventures things today though. So that'll shave off like 47 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 47 minutes that I don't have to cut. Um, no, the first thing, so a couple weeks ago we did a viewer, we got like our first viewer mail. Oh, that's right. And, <laughs> um, it was somebody had filled out like the contact us form on the yes. website and like I had to applaud their effort cause it was a clickbait and, or like a spam. And, uh, they went to like, instead of sending out like a mass email, they went to the trouble of actually filling out all the boxes, Yeah, which it's like. I mean, I guess because a lot of email servers now, if they see you sending out mass emails, they'll, like, lock your account. Because that used okay. to happen to me. Somebody would hack, like, my AOL. No. And then AOL would lock my account. And then I'd call them and be like, why am I locked out? And then they yell at me like I did it. Oh. Like, <laughs> bitch, I'm 16. Like, I just want my aim. <laughs> I, I didn't send out, like, 47,000 emails about, like... Come see, like, my titties hanging out or whatever it was that they sent. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so this guy, if, if you'll remember, it was either Tyler Vor, Tyler Vor, or Julius. Oh, yeah. Because the he filled out his name as Tyler Vor, Tyler V-O-R, like all one word. Mm-hmm. Like carnivore? So does he uh-huh. eat Tyler's? Like, I don't know. <laughs> but the email address was Julius. Uh-huh. So I'm just going to, I'm going to read out this thread to you guys real quick. So I sent an email to the email address. I took a screenshot of the the message. Mm-hmm. And I wrote, Tyler, Julius, whoever you are, thank you for filling out the contact form on myfavoritehaunting.com. It was great to hear from you. However, as of right now, we have no need for good offers because he was a click here for good offers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are all set. So we won't be clicking your spam slash virus slash malware link. Great effort taking the time to fill out the form in an effort to grab clickbait. We were so impressed we shouted you out in the viewer mail segment of episode six of our podcast, which will be posted later today. Enjoy. So this was obviously a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, um, almost immediately, I got a response. Nice. Um, from Julius, 
who says, ha ha, wow, thank you for the shout out. Unfortunately, I have no idea who Tyler is or why he filled out your form with my company email, but I wish you the best of luck catching him. Best regards, Julius. Julius, you're a sweetheart. I like you. I'll be your fan. Um, and oh, holy shit, he's not even from the U.S. because I don't know what country code that is. Oh. <laughs> it's also not in English that I'm just noticing now. Um, so then I responded. LOL, I kind of figured, but I thought you might like to know someone was using your email. Take care. And I thought that would be the end of it. Later that day, I got another response. And he said, it was actually really helpful. We just found out he's been using it before. The investigation has begun. Big happy face. Like emoji. Beware uh, th- Tyler Vore. Thanks and good luck with your podcast. Maybe Julius is four star. Maybe. Maybe he gave us four stars. That would be nice. Well, Julius, I'm going to ask you to go back and change it to five. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You can leave it at four. It's fine. If we earned that four. Yeah. Um, or maybe maybe it was Tyler Vore. Who is like, I spammed this website. I should at least see what they're about. And then was like, oh, they're pretty good, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Give us four stars. (laughs) Oh, goodness. But anyways, Julius, thank you. It was a pleasure. Catch a spammer. Yeah. (laughs) I hope hope you catch this asshole that's clearly using your business email to fraud people. Defraud. Not cool. Do stupid things. Grimy things. Spammy things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that was that. That was pretty cool. I just wanted to update everybody. (laughs) Yeah, that made me feel really good. I was like, oh my god, are we helpful? (laughs) Did we do something right? Wow. I hope that that does help them somehow. Yes. Um, maybe, like, now they have a name. Yeah. Well, they must, because then how else would they know it's the same guy? Yeah. Hmm. Or maybe Julius has an alter ego. As a man who eats Tyler's. <laughs> you know, like carnivore, yeah. herbivore, Tylervore. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> okay, if you better watch out. Oh, man. I'm glad my name's not Tyler. <laughs> I have a friend who named her son Tyler. I hope he doesn't get eaten. <laughs> yeah, my nephew's Tyler, but like he's an adult now, so. Oh, he's fine. Wow. Yeah, that was just a blow to my. Oh, psyche. did you just date yourself? Oof. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, my oldest is going to graduate high school in five years. Five. So when I was editing the last, was it the, not the last one, because we just recorded the last one two minutes ago, but, um, <laughs> The one from last week? One of them. I think it was the one that I posted on, on Monday. Um, you said he's going to graduate high school in just over four years. Just over four? Well, yeah. Like it's like four, four and a and half. Four and a half. That's still a ways off. You can relax. But, like, where did all the time go before that? <laughs> Sucked it all up. Um... We have a viewer mail. Ooh, another one? Yay! Um, Viewer mails. need some every episode. We do. This is our last one, so somebody send us something. Yeah, come on. Um, This one comes from Angie (laughs) in Evansville, Indiana. (laughs) 
again. Thanks, um, Angie. <laughs> thanks, Angie. Hi, Angie. How you doing? <laughs> I miss your face. Um, spoiler alert, I know Angie. <laughs> um, well, we both know Angie. Yeah. Uh, Angie's cool people. So, she, shit. I forgot how to work my phone and get Safari open. Because God forbid I open it on the computer on my lap. <laughs> but it's already in a tab. Okay. So Angie, Angie sent in, she thought that we would be interested to know about the Paulding Light in Paulding, Michigan. Michigan. I don't know why I blinked on the name. Like it's named <laughs> for the town. <laughs> I was like, I know it's Michigan, but what town is it? Paulding. <laughs> Paulding, Michigan. So this is something we watched the video yes. before we started recording. Um, so the, the Paulding light, it's a light that appears in a valley outside Paulding, Michigan. Um, reports of this have been accounted since the 1960s. Um, we got explanations ranging from ghosts, geologic activity, swamp gas, um, fairy lights. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, looking at it. And, like, the way – so the way Angie kind of described it at first, I was like, that sounds like it could be UFOs. Like, have you seen Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Mm-hmm. It sounds like it could have been, like, those kind of UFO lights yeah. that, like, change colors and stuff. And um, we got, in 2010, Sci-Fi Channel's fake, Fact or Faked, um, they did an investigation, and they concluded the light is unexplained – so this is where I'm going to burst everybody's bubble. <laughs> and I'm not saying that this is what it is because I told Angie my thoughts and she, cause she's been there and she's seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I completely like, I still want to go and see it for myself because yeah. things look very different on a video as opposed to in person. Yes. Um, so she saw them and she was adamant. Like, I don't know what it was. It was not headlights or taillights. Mm-hmm. However, this is why I want to go because I know, like, I know Angie. Angie's got a good head on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. She's not one to, like, jump to, like, conclusions. Um, but if you look at the videos and they're on YouTube, I'll post a link. It lo- it really looks like, and this was the, uh, the explanation, um, students from the Michigan Tech, uh, they did an investigation also in 2010, and then uh, also in 1990, it doesn't specify, this is Wikipedia, by the way, it doesn't specify who this group was associated with, but it just says a group of investigators viewing, um, using a, a telescope and a spectroscope. Um, they both concluded that the lights are, in fact, headlights and taillights from vehicles passing by on a stretch of US 45. Mm-hmm. If you look at the video, the first light that you see, that grabbed me. But yeah. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, that looks weird. Um, but if you continue to watch, and like the guy on the video that we watched, and I'll try to post the same one. Um, but of course, I didn't save it. No. <laughs> Although it might still be open on here somewhere. I have like 7,000 tabs open. Um they're like, oh, look, now there's a red light. And, like, the red light is traveling past, like, 
the first light's like white and big and like weird, like kind of like blurry and like pulsing. Yeah. Or yeah, and it's got this like greenish blue kind of hue around the edges. Yeah. And like it started out kind of small and far away and then it like flared up. So like to be the skeptic, that could be somebody turning on their high beams. Mm-hmm. And then the red lights, like no matter what way I look at it, the red lights look like tail lights driving away to me. Yeah. Um that makes my brain see headlights on mm-hmm. the other one. This is why I want to go see it in person. Yeah. Because it could also just be the way it's translating on the video. Yeah. So, and then you hear the guys in the background like, oh my God, look at, there it is. Like, they're really excited about it. (laughs) And I'm just looking at it like, those are cars, guys. But, and, and they are right on, and see, but this is the thing. Because forced perspective, you yeah. really can't tell how – just on the video, you really can't tell how far away they are. Yeah. So in those investigations, they said that um, – because the one, they used a telescope and they could see the Adopt-A-Highway sign. Yeah. And they estimated it was about five miles away. Wow. But who's to say those lights are five miles away? Like that one car, like if it was turning – say the one car, the one light, say that was a car turning on its high beams – I feel like, would it be that big and bright from five miles away? Yeah, it does. It was quite big. Yeah. So I still want, I still really want to go see it in person. Um, the fact that it happens pretty, pretty much every night. I mean, that still kind of supports the traffic theory. Yeah. But I still want to go see it for myself. One of the stories was, it was um, a, a railroad track guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so from way back when, like, that worked because there's railroad tracks right there. Yeah. And they say it was, like, he got hit by a train. Oh. And so now he's, like, wandering with his lantern. hmm Like, you know, like, it could be a lantern swinging. Yeah. Um, it's just because you can't tell how far away that stuff is. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard to tell that. So I would really love to go see it. Is it my yeah, turn? It's go, my turn. Go first. Yeah. See, here's the hint, guys. When we know who's going first, it's because we're recording right after the last episode we recorded. <laughs> 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 we broke for lunch. Your children will be home soon. We need to go fast. We have we have a time constraint today. There are man boys on their way. Man boys. Man boys. <laughs> they smell like men. <laughs> Not in a good way. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So, I decided to do the Winchester Mystery House. Yes, you did. Not the Winchester Brothers that I was so disappointed to find out in doing my research. It's a joke. (laughs) (laughs) I I really... I thought your sentence wasn't done. I... I would love. Did they ever link that? They never meant. They never like mention any relation in, throughout. I don't know, man. It's thirteen years. Like yeah, I, don't, I know. don't remember. Fourteen. Are we in fourteen now? I have no idea. Jesus, we are in fourteen. They're shooting episode three hundred right now. What? Yo. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but I know some stuff. That's when you know the cast really like each other. I love their bromance. Their whole, like, family mance. Fam mance. That's weird. (laughs) Anyway. The Winchester Mystery House. Yes, that Winchester. So, this is really interesting. So, 
the history is as fascinating as the hauntings. So yes. um, if you saw the movie Winchester, it was really great. Forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> Put it out of your brain right now. Has no relevance. It's Well, some of the stuff is accurate. Yeah. But it's a horror movie. Yeah. So, you know, like The Conjuring, that was based on a true story. But <laughs> nobody flew, nobody levitated in the basement. Um, Annabelle didn't go after their daughter. That was all fake. Um, embellishment for Hollywood. It was Hollywoodified. I like that. I'm going to keep that Hollywoodified. Hollywoodified. So Sarah Winchester, I forget her maiden name. But I don't know. she's she, her and her husband. I forgot his name too. <laughs> William. I know it's three W's. Like William Wirt. His middle name was weird. It was like Wirt, Wirt Winchester. I think it was William Wirt Winchester. So they're both from. I think they were both from Connecticut. I'm pretty sure they met in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Uh, she grew up in Connecticut, and um, they met and fell in love and got married. Oh, it was real sweet. So, so his dad invented the first repeating rifle. Um, and then, so that was a big deal. So then yeah. his son was like the heir to that company and that fortune. Mm-hmm. And um, so him and Sarah meet, they fall in love, they get married. Uh, Winchester Sr. dies and Winchester Jr. inherits everything. And then they, so then him and Sarah, they have a baby, mm-hmm. baby girl. I forget her name. I'm sorry. Um, she only lived three weeks, was less than a month, Mm -hmm. and she died. Um, shortly after that, they never had another kid. Uh, a little while after that, I forget exactly how long, because my notes suck. (laughs) Um, but shortly after that, um, Mr. Winchester Jr. passes away suddenly. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so this is like the 18s, like it's after the civil war. So I think it's like the late 1860s, early 1870s, Okay, somewhere in there. Um, so she has like, this is like the time, like seances and mediums are starting to come like around like the turn of the century. They're like huge and it's the thing and everyone's doing them. But so I think this is like around the time, like they start to come out. And uh, so Sarah Winchester, like, she she inherited this huge fortune. Mm-hmm. And she goes to a medium. And the medium talks to some spirit and tells her, um, you're cursed. Your whole family is cursed. Like, their line mm-hmm. is now, the Winchester line is cursed. Which, I mean, I guess at that point doesn't really matter because he would have been the last Winchester because their baby died. So, yeah. But I guess she's incorporated into this now by marriage, like cursed by marriage. Um, <laughs> oh, that's nice. <laughs> so they're, the family line is cursed by all of the people who were killed by Winchester rifles. Mm-hmm. Because if not for you, all these people wouldn't have died. So that goes in, that, that's like a, a great lead in for a whole like gun rights debate. Yeah. We're not going to touch that. <laughs> um, so the way she tells Sarah the way to get around this is your husband's spirit will guide you. You need to head towards the setting sun. So west. 
mm-hmm. and he'll tell you when it's right and you need to um, build a space for all of these spirits to like stay in mm-hmm. and you like you need to be guided by what they want and they'll tell you what they want and like you can never stop like you need to keep so that was the whole thing like I think everybody kind of knows like the whole thing of like how like the construction twenty four seven and like she could never stop building like that was all real. The que- the big question that like in the movie posed this is like is it true though or is she crazy? Yeah, might have been a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. I definitely think there was. I mean, if you were seeing fucking ghosts everywhere, like you know, drive yeah. you a little nuts, right? <laughs> yeah. So especially if they're specifically haunting you and you're cursed, yeah, like, that would drive me nuts. So. Uh, mm-hmm. So in 1884, she makes it to California. So this whole time she's been traveling west, mm-hmm. following her husband's guidance, her dead husband's guidance. So in 1884, she makes it to San Jose, and she comes across this house that's already under construction. Mm-hmm. It's, it sits on like 130-something acres, I think. 130 or 160? I think it's 130 whatever a ton of anchorage mm-hmm. anchorage acreage <laughs> and uh it's just a simple two-story farmhouse mm-hmm. so she gets in touch with the owner and yeah. she offers to buy it like it's not even finished yet mm-hmm. and she's just like give me this yeah <laughs> but she also inherited for the time she inherited the company earned 40 48 something percent 48.9% of the company mm-hmm. um so just under majority uh $20 million and an allowance of $1000 a day a day yeah wow so i mean $20 million is a lot of money but by today's standards it might not seem like a lot but keep in mind this is 1860 whatever mhm $20 million is like 11 trillion today like <laughs> she was fucking loaded so so she buys this two-story farmhouse from this guy and immediately and like the hundred whatever acres mm-hmm. and immediately starts construction and um she does the whole construction 24/7 const there are constantly workmen on site working mm-hmm. um and the all those wacky like architectural choices those were all her yeah um she would like stay up all night and hand sketch designs and then mm-hmm. every morning would go over with the foreman like this is what we're going to work on today um at its at its tallest point it was up to seven floors. Wow. Um but the San Francisco earthquake in 1906 mm-hmm. took down um the top 3. Oh. So floors 5 through 7. So there's only there's four floors today. Um the room count is not accurate because there are rooms with no doors. Um, well, yes, but <laughs> that's not why. Oh. Um, the house is so chaotic mm-hmm. and there's no floor plan or the floor plans that they have are not complete accurate. And oh, the way accurate. the way there's like those half staircases and those half floors and all these twists and turns, like yeah. there's no like people get lost. Like when she died and they were taking all the furniture out, the movers kept getting lost. Oh, yeah, so it took them, like, days to get everything out. Um, but they're 
approximate count because every time they would send somebody through to count the rooms, it would they would get a different number. Oh, so like I wow. they must have been like finding hallways and missing hallways and you know yeah that's that's nuts. Um, but approximately 160 rooms in total. Wow, uh, 40 bedrooms, 13 bathrooms, 52 skylights, 47 fireplaces. 40 staircases, three elevators, and two basements, and one seance room. Two basements? Two basements. <laughs> okay. Yeah, two basements. They must have, like, just be divided and have separate, or maybe one's, like, over here, and then one's, like, over there. Yeah. And, like, there's nothing in the middle. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe there's a sub-basement. That would be creepy. A basement under the basement. Ugh. That's where that's where the doctor does his experiments. Yeah. There's always a doctor doing experiments. Um so yeah, so she the entire time she lived there, she never stopped construction. Um she claimed that she was haunted by all of these ghosts, these spirits that were killed by her rifle or her husband's rifle. Mm-hmm. Um so she's seeing ghosts all the time. Um so, as far as the stories go, uh, so the first gen- the first one, really general, is just the feeling of a presence there. Um, visitors and tour guides and staff have all claimed to this. They just feel like there's a presence nearby when nobody's there. Um, there is a, an apparition that's been seen as as frequently. This is from MercuryNews.com, by the way. Uh, That whole first beginning, I think, was like Wikipedia. Uh, So one apparition that's seen a lot is a man with jet black hair. And they believe him to have been a former handyman because he's been seen repairing the fireplace in the ballroom. Oh, there's a ballroom. Um, Or pushing an equal, equal... Oh, my God. Pushing an equally spectral wheelbarrow, hmm. if wheelbarrows indeed linger in the beyond, <laughs> down a long, dark hallway. Okay, but a wheelbarrow won't die and remain, right? Because it's inanimate. Yeah. But you see, like, apparitions that are holding something. Like, that's just an accessory. Yeah. You know, like, he conjured it from his... Subconscious? His spirit. His spirit subconscious. <laughs> his spirit conscious. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, oh, these headphones are squeezing my brain. Ah. But now I feel weird because I don't, I can't tell if my voice is coming through. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's fine. So uh, there's also a story of a man who is working on one of the restoration projects. Um, this is a more recent story. He started... Early, before any tour started, before any visitors were there. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was in a section, it says, with several fireplaces known as the Hall of Fires. I'm just picturing a hallway just lined with fireplaces (laughs) on both sides. Oh, my God. Would that be like the Ministry of Magic? When you'd come in with the flu powder, right? It's all the fireplaces. That's her her secret wizard entrance. She wasn't crazy. She was a witch. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. Do you think she was registered with Mycusa? You'd have to be to be on the flu network, right? Yeah. That was a that was a nerd tangent. A, <laughs> a nerd gent. I don't a geek gent. 
I gotta stop making up words. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting worse. <laughs> so I'm like really reaching now, right? So, uh, yeah, so he's the only one there. Nobody's like there for tours or anything. It was really early in the morning. And he was up on a ladder and he felt someone tap him on his back. I'm like, you're up on a ladder who's tapping you on oh. the back. It doesn't say how high up he was, though. Like, yeah, maybe he, he was only like a couple, a couple rungs. rungs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he turned, yeah, because then he's, the next thing is he turns to ask what the person wanted. So it's like, why? Because my first thought would be, who the fuck is touching me 17 feet in the air? <laughs> but it could have also been like a stepladder. Yeah. <laughs> a step stool. A booster seat. I don't know. Um, so I, you can probably predict the next line. Nobody was there. Of course. Of course. Uh, so he figured he just imagined it. He went back to work and then he felt somebody pushing against his back. Huh. Um. Stop touching my fireplace. Right. So he, that was the last, that was like, that was the line for him. And he left and did something, started working on something on the other side of the property. (laughs) And yeah, he just figured some someone didn't want him in that hallway that day. But my thing is like you're pushing on his back because I'm picturing he's like up against the wall or something. So like maybe whoever was there like was like you're gonna fall and it was like pushing yeah. him to like help him not fall and die. That's <laughs> how I interpreted it. But yeah, I mean it doesn't say what else he felt like. Yeah, like, was it an ominous feeling? Was it... Protective feeling, you know? Yeah. Details, uh, people. Details. Seriously. <laughs> people need to be better at documenting their thing. Um, this is where I'm going to fuck up because I stopped copying and pasting and I just left the tabs open. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, Ames. Another thing that she did in her ongoing construction was the number 13 is everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, every window has 13 panes of glass, um, Mm -hmm. 13 steps on the staircases. Uh, The seance room has 13 coat hooks. Mm -hmm. So, like, 13s are everywhere. Um, So they say if you go on a Friday the 13th. Uh Uh-oh. Um... Every Friday the 13th, the bell tolls 13 times on the 13th hour. So it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon. So if you take photos or video, they say, like, go around that time, take photos and video. And sometimes you'll catch apparitions. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just, I mean, that sounds like a gimmick to me. <laughs> uh, but um, there is one. I'll try to post this link, but it doesn't really. Oh, because it's a Facebook link. So Facebook always acts weird when I try to, like, because I don't have a Facebook account, Mm. which is why we don't have a Facebook account. (laughs) Um, So Facebook doesn't like people looking at its stuff if you don't have an account. But sometimes there are ways around it. But uh, the director of marketing, this looks like it was last year, um, went to take, like, publicity photos in front of the house. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's one photo, there's, uh, can I click on this? Because I just, I want to show you. Yeah, so there's one, this house is so gorgeous, I want to go so bad. Um, There's one photo of the front of the house that he noticed when he went back to, like, edit them to post them. Mm -hmm. He noticed there was something strange about one of the windows. And then when you zoom in, 
Like, you can tell right away. There's definitely something in that. Like, it stands out. You can see that there's... It's exactly which window you think it is. It's really obvious. And then if you scroll down... So that's it without the color, without the color correction. Mm -hmm. And then if you look, it's like almost like one of those magic eye things. You have to kind of squint, but I can totally see like a jawline and shoulders and a neck, but it's like a really like ghostly looking. And I mean, who knows? It could be a a publicity stunt. Yeah. Cause like when it's, when it's just a normal picture, it just kind of looks like, looks a, like a chandelier white... or something. Yeah, and he even says, like, it could have been a reflection of a cloud. And it absolutely could be. But after seeing that one and then scrolling back up to the original, mm-hmm. I'm like, I totally see it. But it does look really bright to be inside. Like, all the yeah. other windows are really dark. That's also, like, the only window that doesn't have a curtain in it. Well, no, that one doesn't. But these ones don't, and they kind of look like they might be stained glass. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. This house has, like, Tiffany stained glass windows. Yeah. <gasps> I want to see. There's an exhibit, um, the hist- history, What what's it called when you have, like, the history place in your town? Historical Society. <laughs> the New York Historical Society. They had, because um, I went for the Harry Potter thing mm-hmm. that they had. And I was there, you know, they do it, like, by appointment because there's so many people. So it's, like, you pick a time slot. So I got there early. And they have a Tiffany, like, exhibit. Cool. Upstairs, which was really fucking cool. Like, it's more than just lamps. Yeah. It's mostly lamps, but it's more than just lamps. Yeah. They're so beautiful. <laughs> I want to, like, oh, my God, I want to go to this house so bad. But anyway, so there was that photo that was taken. Uh, oh. I should be able to post this link. Yeah, I should be able to post it. Okay, so there's one last good story for this one. Um, which I'm a little disappointed. I could have sworn there were more, but hmm. I'm pretty sure there are. But the so the San Francisco earthquake, 1906. Mm-hmm. So it took down the fir- the top three stories of yeah. the house, right? Um, so, this is a little fucked up. So, poor Sarah. Uh, a lot of, I mean, a lot of the house was damaged. Um, the top three floors collapsed. They were never rebuilt. Um, so, Sarah Winchester slept. She would change her bedrooms every night. Like, she'd sleep in a different room every night so spirits wouldn't follow her. Mm-hmm. So, like, if they found out, like, they found her sleeping, then she'd switch up her room so they would know where she was going to be that night. Okay. Which, I mean, I feel like, I mean, I don't know. I guess stuff is different on that dimensional plane, right? Like, I'm just thinking, so I just watched Doctor Strange, and I'm thinking of when they do the astral projection thing, because they're kind of like ghosts, mm-hmm. and it's almost like they're, you know, like when you're dreaming, and you're trying to run, yeah. and it's like that, like, you have to really struggle. Uh-huh. Like, that's what they look like. Like, they're swimming through the air, kind of. <laughs> or they're, like, swimming through molasses, mm-hmm. but they're in the air. So, maybe it's like that, where it's like, you can't move, like, really fast, so maybe it would take you all night to go through the house and find her. 
But I was just thinking, like, if you're a ghost, you can go through walls. It won't take that long to check every room. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, so, the night of the earthquake, she was in the daisy room. Um, the fireplace that was in that room collapsed, making the whole room shift. So, like, I'm picturing, like, part of the floor, like, caved in mm-hmm. and, like, slanted. And so, and then she was trapped inside, like, for the night. Uh, she took it as a sign that because she was almost completing the house, mm-hmm. so she took it as a sign that the spirits were pissed. Uh, that like don't stop building motherfucker like keep yeah. building for us so it was like her warning and so she ended up closing up the front 30 rooms so that the construction would never be finished so technically like if the if the rooms were in progress or not finished yet, mm-hmm. or they needed, re- I'm sure they needed repair from the earthquake. She yeah. just boarded them all up. Okay, which actually that was in the movie. I think that like she would just go through and board up the rooms. Yeah, I don't think it, they explained it for this reason. No, but in, in the movie it was like this room is complete. The spirit won't move on. We're locking. Oh, it in that's the room right. Until they will move on. That's right. So. <laughs> Kind of, but not exactly. Yeah. It, in real life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in real life. Uh, she, so, she, the re, so the reason she boarded up that room and then the front 30 rooms because, so, to, so that the construction wouldn't be finished. So they can't be like, I haven't finished it yet. I'm still working on it. Uh-huh. Like, don't be mad at me. So she boarded up those rooms and then, that the daisy room uh so construction's never finished and also so that the spirits who fell when that portion of the house collapsed would be trapped inside forever oh so i'm taking it as because they were pissed and coming after her Mm -hmm. so she's like haha fuck you you're locked in now you can't come after me yeah you can just stay in this room now I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Um, so the, this, this house actually with the earthquake, so there was a lot of damage, but it actually came out like on top compared to like all the other buildings in the area. Yeah. Which is kind of like ironic if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it could have been so much worse. Yeah. So once they, the the workmen went back to re- they had to repair all the damage that was done by the earthquake, um, but only a few of the rooms were really badly damaged, and then of course they didn't do anything with the daisy room because she just mm-hmm. immediately sealed it up, and um, it did lose those top three floors, the towers like that you see like they were. Because I think there's a couple that you can kind of see, like, oh, it looks like a castle, kind of. Like, mm-hmm. they were tall, they, f- like, just fell over, like, into the gardens. Um, so once once the workmen, like, caught back up after fixing that damage, they went uh-huh. back to expanding on the house and um, added five more bedrooms and then another five. So 25 bedrooms. Chimneys were installed all over the place. 
without fireplaces though like just random chimneys uh-huh. would serve no purpose okay. because she she believed that they could come and go through them uh uh so it was just like chimneys to nowhere uh and then oh, the, the entire house only had two mirrors hmm. and she said that that was because she believed that they the ghosts were afraid of their own reflections so and she's trying to appease them oh so right. Yeah, because that's what I thought, too. I'm like, wouldn't you have mirrors everywhere? Yeah. But she was trying to make them happy. Yeah. Because, you know, it's totally her fault that they were killed with the gun that her father-in-law invented. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Ghost logic. (laughs) I mean, I guess that's what a curse is, right? Yeah. Uh, So, um, yeah. So then business as usual, back to just building all this crazy shit. And until 1922, uh, she had one last conference session with the spirits in the seance room, went to her bedroom for the night, and sometime in the early morning hours, she passed away in her sleep at the age of 83. She lived a long time. Yeah. Uh, There is a rumor. She left everything to her niece, and there's a rumor that somewhere in the house, there's a hidden safe containing a fortune in jewelry and solid gold dinner service um, that Sarah used to entertain uh, her ghost guests. Yeah. Um, the relatives found a number of safes hidden throughout the house, but mm-hmm. only, I mean, if anything, sentimental stuff, um, fish lines, socks, newspaper clippings about her daughter and husband's death, deaths, um, a lock of her baby's hair. Mm-hmm. Well, it says of baby hair, but I, assume, I think it's safe to assume that's her baby. Yeah. Um, and a suit of a suit of woolen underwear. <laughs> a suit <laughs> like of long johns I guess. <laughs> I mean, those are some weird things to put in a safe. Yeah, to keep. I mean, I understand. Was she trying to, like... If they were, like, fire safes, like, I would understand, like, the newspaper clippings, the baby hair. Yeah. But your socks. And your underwear. Your your long underwear. Yeah. (laughs) I don't... The fish lines, I can't even... I mean, was... Was husband a fisher? Did he like to fish? (laughs) I don't know what that's about. But, like, the sentimental stuff I could understand. Yeah. But the other stuff's a little bit weird. the socks are sentimental, I knitted these for my baby. Yeah. Baby socks? If it said baby socks, I would think that, but... Husband socks? Maybe husband... Yeah. That's so weird, though. Um... Like, I don't want to keep my husband's socks. Or or are they all red herrings because she was paranoid about people coming after her fortune? Yeah, So she maybe. hid, like, 23 safes and just put junk in them. Yeah. That's possible, Congratulations, too. you found socks. My one, my one sentimental safe, all my fake saves, and the real one you can't find. <laughs> Ever. Uh, so, yeah, so that's about it on it's the Winchester. It's in this hidden third basement. The third bed. See, oh, it makes me want to buy this place and on the hidden search fifth for it myself. elevator. You go down to the third basement, and yeah, it's really in the seventh basement. <laughs> we that those basements go all the way down to the Earth's crust <laughs> core, the bottom of the crust. Like I'm confused. Yeah, because. <laughs> I don't do earth science, friend. <laughs> hey, that's an actual one. I know. I did not do well in it. 
Oh, Mr. Malloy. He tried his hardest. He was great. Um, so that's about all I have for this one. I do want to say this house is so fucking gorgeous. They do different types of tours and I want to take every single one of them. There's like an (laughs) architectural one, there's an historical one, and there's a ghost one. Oh, And I want to do all of them. They also have a cafe on premises now. It's probably overpriced and I probably not awesome, but, um... (laughs) I'd still eat there. I would love, I remember, I think it was earlier this year or last year, mm-hmm. they, I read it, I saw an article that they were opening it up for overnight stays. Ooh. I don't know if that was specifically for ghost hunting uh-huh. or if it was like as a hotel. Yeah. I would stay there either way. I couldn't find anything about it. So oh. I don't know if they're still doing it or if it was like a temporary thing, but I'd take my money, honestly. <laughs> Even... Even if I can't roam the halls and investigate overnight, yeah, I would still love to just stay there yeah. just for the hell of it. Yeah, just to be able to sleep in the fucking Winchester house, man. Yeah, it'd be cool to see that. Oh, my God. I forgot a story. I would think I was in the middle of the story. Uh-oh. I didn't get to the ghost part. <laughs> Oops. I just moved right. Sorry, guys. I just moved right. On, unscripted. Hashtag unscripted. Oh, boy. Um, I totally did just fucking move right the fuck on after the earthquake. Oh, yeah. She sealed up the daisy room. Mm -hmm. Left, like, everything left in there. Didn't do anything to it. Um, Recently, very recently, I want to say it was within the last year, Mm -hmm. maybe two years ago. But I know it was very recent. They opened that room for the first time. Mm-hmm. So from this room has not seen daylight since 1906. Uh-huh. Perfectly preserved. I would have fucking killed to be there. Perfectly fucking preserved. Like, it's a time capsule. Wow. All her shit was still in there. <laughs> All her shit was still in there. <laughs> but, like, everything that she left in there was in there. Yeah. And it was things that people... Because even when, like, she left everything to the niece and they went through the house, but I, they didn't open this room. They left it. Wow. Um, so everything that was in there was, like, preserved. I don't know if they, when they opened it, if they repaired, like, the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, or if it didn't need so much repair that you can't walk into it. Yeah. Did, did I, that was a lot of, like, double and triple negatives. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Yeah. Um, but it, so they opened it. And um, I think they, I don't know if they took out the furniture that was there and replaced it or if they just moved stuff around or added stuff or whatever, but they, whatever, they did it up and they put it on the tour. Mm -hmm. And the first, I want to get this right. I think it was the first tour they did. Uh, uh, It just was recently. Um, A tour guide named Samantha. Hi, Samantha. Um, so she gets to that point in the tour mm-hmm. and she brings the tour group in. She has everybody in the room and she's opening her mouth to start the story about uh-huh. the room. And there's this loud sigh from out in the hallway, like, like annoyed kind of. <laughs> uh-huh. So she's like, I left somebody in the hallway, like who's out there? Like you have to stay with the group. And um, so she goes, sticks her head out in the hallway um, and at first she sees nobody there and she's like looking like down, like 
you know, either mm-hmm. which way down the hallway. And as she looks, she sees... Uh, okay, I'm just making sure I get the order right. She sees what looks like the form of a small, dark person just turning the corner mm-hmm. at the end of the hallway. So then she's like, where are you going? You can't go off. So she goes to, like, chase the person down. Uh-huh. She gets to the end of the hallway, and she looks around the corner, and there's nothing there, but there's another, like, <sighs> Like, so she felt, so this says she felt sure it was the tiny form because Sarah Winchester was very small. She was like four foot ten. She was teeny. She's Mm -hmm. smaller than me. That's saying something. Um, So she thinks it was her. um, Maybe a little annoyed that there are tourists in her bedroom. So then I saw this. What was this on? This was Mercury News, I think. Yeah. And then I saw another account of this that suggested she, like, because that room was sealed, that was, like, her spirit sanctuary Mm -hmm. from all the annoying tourists. (laughs) And now you've opened it and put it on the tour, and now she has no safe place to, like, hang out. So she's just annoyed AF. (laughs) Like, why are these strangers in my fucking bedroom? Like, thanks a lot, assholes. (laughs) That's a direct quote from Sarah Winchester. Those were her exact words. <laughs> Annoyed AF. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's the Winchester Mystery House. So this is the one last the, on the last episode because we just recorded that one like two seconds ago mm-hmm. where I was like, we need to do a West Coast trip and do this one and then do the next one that I yeah. didn't want to spill the beat. But you already knew what I was doing because. Yes, I knew. They didn't know. They didn't know. The viewers didn't know. No, the viewers didn't know. You knew. And that wasn't, I didn't, I, you guys, I didn't tell her. But I asked her if she had seen the movie Winchester. Cause, <laughs> well, because while I was researching this, I was like, because a lot of the articles, because I've always been interested in this house. Yeah. But when that movie came out, it, like, interest blew up. And it, like, it kind of irritates me when stuff like that happens because it's like, I have an interest in this thing and this thing is mine. Yeah. And nobody else really, like cared much right or like they're not that they didn't care about it or weren't interested in it but it wasn't like at the forefront of their mind and then yeah. something like this happens and it's just like Ugh, i have to share this yeah thing with the rest of the world mm-hmm. and that's what i want a thanos but i'm not sacrificing the fur babies and he can go fuck himself with his purple hand so i'm sorry i have emotions you guys <laughs> Very lot, strong ones. I have a lot of emotions. <laughs> that fucker. I'm so mad. Like, that got me. Mm-hmm. That really... You, you touch yeah, puppies and kittens. Not cool. I will destroy you. I will crush your brain. Anyway. <laughs> so, um... But, yeah. So, while I was researching... So, a lot of these articles referenced the Winchester movie, mm-hmm. which was pretty good. Um, there were, there were a few historical accuracies. There were a few historical inaccuracies. Obviously it's dramatized and Hollywoodified yeah. and it's a <laughs> horror movie. So a lot of it's exaggerated. Yeah. Um, but it, I liked it. No, no psychologist coming to deem her incompetent. 
Um, you know what? I don't... It seems like a legit... Like it could have happened? Yeah. I've never seen anything that mentioned that, though. Yeah. So, I would think that would I think... be a big thing to, like, you know... But, I mean, I could see that, like... I think the whole... Because the premise was, like... They wasn't like the insurance company or or was it the rifle company? Somebody, some exec was trying to like push it because they wanted it. They wanted all the stuff, right? They wanted to say she was incompetent so they could take all her. Yeah, so she wouldn't be in control of the company anymore, right? Or have a say or whatever. Which right there is she only inherited forty eight point yeah nine percent or whatever. So she wasn't in control of the company. Like she had enough control that like she would have a say and she would get money. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that, what is that called? A shareholder? I don't know. Yeah, but like there's a, I know there's a better way to phrase it than she would get money. <laughs> she would, but she would get dividends or I something. I guess. I don't was know. Sto- I guess the stock market was a thing. I don't know, but. I have no idea. But regardless, <laughs> like she wouldn't have had total control anyway. Yeah. Because she had, she wasn't a majority shareholder. Mm-hmm. She only had 48. Point. Yeah. In the movie, I think they made it out like she was. Yeah. So that I'm pretty sure right there you can say like, nope, that's bullshit. <laughs> um, but it still feels like, because if you're running around saying, I'm building this house and I can never stop 24 mm-hmm. seven for the spirits. I mean, I feel like that's, a, but the also like back then, I don't know, standards today versus standards back then and how things are done are so different. Yeah. But I feel like if she wasn't an heiress, she would have been in an asylum. Mm-hmm. She would have just been thrown in as opposed to she's got $20 million and $1,000 a day and, you know, she can do what she wants because she's fucking rich. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas if that were a... Not even a poor person, just a not 1% person. Yeah. I feel like they would have just thrown them in. And it's like, oh, and the other thing, she, when she passed away, she was fair, not broke, but I think the thing with, like, the safes mm-hmm. and looking for, like, the hidden fortune or whatever, yeah. I think is maybe a hopeful thing on the family's end or relative's end because I think everybody, when she died, everybody probably crawled out of the woodwork, like, where's my money? Yeah. But she blew most of it building yeah. the house. I think that was like, I think they said something about in the movie, like she had to use the money to build this house for the spirits or something because well, because it was she was money. profiting yeah. off of uh, for the deaths, oh, and that I, yeah, basically. I guess that makes sense why she'd be cursed then, why it would go to her because she has all the money, which yeah. were all the profits from death. Yeah, and the actress oh, I just looked at her name, the actress that played her. Oh. She, but she was quoted as saying something along the lines of like, when you profit from death, there's a price to pay, mm-hmm. something like that. Like she gave that quote, in a, in a, like the actress gave that quote in. Uh-huh. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, it makes sense. Yeah. Because maybe it's not your fault, but you're still profiting from it. So I get I go back on what I said earlier. That does make <laughs> sense. <laughs> Just had to think it through. Yeah. Talked it out. So what do you got? Okay, so what I did, well, it's not really a ghost story. I came across this 
like the first day I started researching for this podcast, like way back when. Continue. <laughs> I'm holding my comment. And it comes from Kissel. Oh, murder. Murder the language. I knew how to say this just earlier. Sure you did. So I thought we were saving the non-ghost I'm sorry, I just realized something my coffee. I thought we were saving the non-ghost stories for like episode 100 when we couldn't find any more. I I I couldn't resist anymore because I've had this one on hold for a while. Oh, okay. It comes from Kisilevo, Serbia. Serbia? Yeah. Serbia. Okay. And um, it's a remote village, home to less than 800 inhabitants. And one spooky vampire story. Vampires? Yeah. In Serbia? That's what it says. Serbia would not be my first guess for vampires. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> Okay. Wait, where is Serbia? Continue talking. I'm going <laughs> to Google. Because is it near Transylvania? <laughs> Transylvania. So this um, occurrence happened in 1725. And I came across a translation of the official documentation of it from the Imperial Provisor Formbalds of the area. I'm assuming under the Roman Empire. Wait, wait, wait. Say that title again. Imperial Provisor. What was the next word? Form Formbald is his last name. Or oh, his that name. was his name. <laughs> I thought you were saying four balls. And I'm like, what? Does, I don't think, th- I think that was lost in translation. What does that mean? <laughs> no, Formbald. Oh, Formbald. Oh, oh, you know what? I didn't know Serbia is right next to Romania. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. There could be vampires there. It makes more sense now. I thought it, I think because it sounds like Siberia. Oh. <laughs> so I was thinking it was like next to Russia. Yeah. Wait, where am I? Oh, Greece. Oh, I clearly don't do European it, science. <laughs> nope. Ukraine. Lap- oh, it's, um, it's actually pretty far from Russia. <laughs> Not even close. Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> okay. Oh so okay. Continue. I'm, I'm going. To, I'm going to read the uh, the official um, document for this, and then give a little more details. And um, I think I'll be done. This is kind of short. Okay. So okay. it's okay. I talk enough for both of us. So. <laughs> okay. After a subject named Peter. Pogowitz? Pumpkin eater? Oh. P-L-O-G-O-J-O-W-I-T-Z. We'll call him Peter P. (laughs) Had died ten weeks past. He lived in the village of Kisilova in the Ram district and had been buried according to the Retzin custom. It was revealed... That in this small, this same village of Kisilova, within a week, nine people, both old and young, died also after suffering a 24-hour illness. The flu. 
And they said publicly, while they were yet alive, but on their deathbed, that the above-mentioned Peter... (laughs) It says his last name, but I said Peter. (laughs) Peter, Peter Pumpkin Eater. Who had died ten weeks earlier, had come to them in their sleep, laid himself on them, and throttled them, so that they would have to give up the ghost. I think that was the best translation... (laughs) From the original language, but that's what it said. Give up the ghost. The other subjects were very distressed and strengthened even more in such beliefs by the fact that the dead Peter's wife, after saying that her husband had come to her and demanded his obanki, or shoes, had left the village of Kisilova, and gone to another. And since with such people, which they call vampires, various signs are to be seen, that is, the body undecomposed, the skin, hair, beard, and nails growing, the subjects resolved unanimously to open the grave of Peter and to see if such above-mentioned signs were really to be found on him. To this end, they came here to me, and telling of these events, asked me and the local pope or parish priest to be present at the viewing. And although I at first disapproved, telling them that the praiseworthy administration should first be dutifully and humbly informed, and its exalted opinion about this should be heard, they did not want to accommodate themselves to this at all but rather gave this short answer. I could do what I wanted, but if I did not accord to their custom, they would have to leave home, to leave house and home, because by the time a gracious resolution was received from Belgrade, perhaps the entire village, and this was already supposed to have happened in Turkish times, could be destroyed by such an evil spirit, and they did not want to wait for this. And what they mean by in Turkish times is when the Ottoman Empire had control over the area. Okay, so you've already mentioned Roman Empire and now Ottoman Empire. And I'm just going to let you know that part of history class Uh is a complete (laughs) blur to me. (laughs) I do not do Empire science. Well, I'm not so good with that part either. (laughs) I do remember the Ottoman Empire was really big. And so was the Roman Empire. It was also very big. That makes sense. (laughs) Like, otherwise would it be an empire? At the time, the Roman Empire was like most of the known world or something. In their time, like, it was like everywhere. It's like the internet. (laughs) It's everywhere. Since I could not hold such people from the resolution they had made, either with good words or with threats, I went to the village of Kisilova, taking along the gratis pope, and viewed the body of Peter, just exhumed, finding in accordance with with thorough truthfulness, 
that first of all, I did not detect the slightest odor that is otherwise characteristic of the dead, and the body, except for the nose, which was somewhat fallen away, was completely fresh. The hair and beard, even the nails, of which the old ones had fallen away, had grown on him. The old skin, which was somewhat whitish, had peeled away, a new fresh one, and a new fresh one had emerged under it. The face, hands, and feet, and the whole body were so constituted, and they could not have been more complete in his lifetime. Not without astonishment, I saw some fresh blood in his mouth, which, according to the common observation, he had sucked from the people killed by him. In short, all the indications were present that such people are said to have. After both the Pope and I had seen this spectacle, while the people grew more outraged than distressed, all the subjects, with great speed, sharpened a stake in order to pierce the corpse of the deceased with it, and put this and put this at his heart, whereupon, as he was pierced, not only did much blood completely fresh flow also through his ears and mouth, but still other wild signs, which I pass by out of high respect, took place. Finally, according to their usual practice, they burned the aforementioned body, and in hak kasu to ashes, of which I inform the most laudable administration, and at the same time would like to request obediently and humbly that if a mistake was made in this matter, such is to be attributed not to me, but to the rabble who were beside themselves with fear. Um, the wild signs is the corpse got an erection. <laughs> oh, that happens. It's, it's not sexual. It just happens. It's beyond his control. Um, so, I'm sorry if you said it, did, but did it say in there how long it had been between when he died and when they dug him up and stabbed him? Ten weeks. Holy shit. Okay. So, I just want to point out, because the back then, their whole thing with, like, the fingernails and the hair growing and everything like that, yes. um, they, like, once, like body science became a thing uh-huh. more science dead death science yes um they it, it, nothing's actually growing it so your skin is receding mm-hmm. so it makes it look like because you're, you're like dehydrating out or something yeah you're drying up so um but i want to point out that that's he basically says that that's not what happened like he actually had like fresh Skin? Is is that what I heard? Yes, like his old fingernails fell off and there were new ones growing new underneath. Ones. And like the skin was like like a sunburn, like peeling off and there was fresh underneath. Fresh skin. But not like decomposing peeling. Like a snake shedding its skin peeling. I think that's what... That's what it sounded like. Yeah, because he said it turned whitish, not like rotten. I guess. 
black and maggoty. Um, and then the other thing, they stabbed him and blood actually flowed. Mm-hmm. Whereas at 10 weeks, I mean, pretty much after you're dead, you don't really bleed. Your blood pretty much immediately starts to congeal. <laughs> and like, that's how, that's how they can tell, um, like when things happened, like if you're murdered yes, and they can tell if it's post-mortem yes. or if you were still alive and it's because of how your blood flows. Mm-hmm. So for them, he's been dead and buried for 10 weeks and they stab him and blood is actually flowing out. Like that shouldn't be a thing. No, it shouldn't. And, um, yes. So this account and, um, it was among the first documented testimonies about vampire beliefs in Eastern Europe. It was published in Wienertisches Derium, a Viennese newspaper, today known as Die Wiener Zittung. Zittung? God I don't bless know. you. Um, along with a similar story from Arnold Pohl, from the Arnold Pohl case in 1726 to 1732. And um, these two cases being so publicly, like, translated, they were translated into many different languages and distributed all over Europe. That's where the um, 18th century vampire craze, like, got started. Like, that's where, like, everyone was like, holy crap, these things are real? (laughs) You know? (laughs) I mean, vampire lore has been around pretty much forever. There's some kind of incarnation in just about every culture, right? Yeah. So, but this is like... Yeah, this is one of the first, like... And then, you know, they came out with all those vampire hunting kits and stuff. And then Twilight happened. Don't go there. (laughs) (laughs) This is not one of those kind of blogs. I mean, (laughs) podcasts. Podcasts not a blog this is not a blog (laughs) it's a it's an audio it's a blog (laughs) an audio you know there's blogs and vlogs and now this is a blog a blog blog it's a pod blog (laughs) (laughs) okay and um should i spoil it for everyone or should i leave it there Oh no, is it fake? I, I spoil it and then if we don't like it I'll cut it out. Okay, so after going through all that kind of research and reading all reading the um Imperial provisor's testimony to his superiors, <laughs> um I came across the thing that said um basically now that they do um, death science, as Ames put it, <laughs> they have re- they have learned that all of these all of those signs actually happen to a dead body. There is nothing unusual about it. That is what happens when you when a de- a body starts to decompose. But wait, 
even the flowing of the blood and the <laughs> mouth being full of blood, it's like because of bacteria, like breaking down the tissues in the oh, mouth. Oh, so was it stuff. not really blood? It's that like death juice. Yeah, that your it's body more turns like, into. Oh, but what about the fingernails growing in? Like that—that's something that happens. Like there's like, but they fall out. But another nail like growing under your. Oh no, my fingers hurt now. I don't like that. And so, like, have you ever lost a toenail or a fingernail? Good God, I hope never. Okay. No, I I have a friend who did. My son did. Oh God, the little one. Oh no, he like bashed his toe oh, one time. Oh, see, it's always him. And like the toenail came off, and like there was this weird little baby toe growing un- toenail growing oh. underneath it, and it looked so weird for the longest oh. time. And so... Wait, but was it there already? Or did it start to grow after he lost the first one? The first one was still on his toe, and then then it fell off at some point, and there was another little weird toenail under it. (laughs) But wait, okay, but... I don't know how the process went for it growing, because I didn't, like, watch his toe. (laughs) Maybe his toe knew that the nail was going to fall off and started preparing for the new one. Maybe. But then a dead body can't do that. I don't know. I don't... Oh, I can't even look at my fingernails anymore. That's just what I came across. And, like, like, but about what you said before about the skin shrinking and stuff, making things look like they're longer than they were before. Right. That's also proven now that that's something. Right. Because that was the first thing that I was thinking of. But then you were like, but there were new ones growing and the skin wasn't... And then the blood flow. And I'm like, well, the blood flow is definitely not right. But yeah, you get that like decomp juice. Yeah, and the uh the not smelling like decomposition was weird, but it could have been in the wintertime. Oh, yeah, preserved. There's no date on that, right? And there's no there's well, but no if month. it was wintertime, would they be able to dig through cuz the ground would be frozen if it was that cold to preserve yeah. him. Maybe it was like early spring and it was still cold in the ground or something. But thawed. Yeah, I don't know. There's only a date. There's no, like, time of year present. So, But what about the wife seeing him when he tried to get his shoes and yeah. all the people saying, but they, he, he did it. Yeah, but that was, a, that was a really weird, a lot of people at one time. So I think I'm going to say there's still... There's still a possibility, of course. There's still a thing happening. Maybe his spirit. You said it wasn't ghostly, but maybe it was his ghost. Maybe it was. Maybe, maybe it, it was been a, a vampire ghost. ghost. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to cut that out. I'm going to leave it, I think. Because okay. I like to have... Because I argue with myself while I'm telling stories. Like, well, this happened, but you know what? It really could have been this. Yeah. Um... That was fun. Thank you. I want to go to that region. Yeah, like I want them to Romania's... stop fighting, and then yeah, I know go. that's the re- <laughs> that's why I'm scared. Like, yeah, I want to go. I want to see the world. Like, damn it, violent, hateful people, stop it! I know we get one life, and I don't really want to waste it all here. <laughs> I want to see, I want to see the pyramids so, 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 so oh. bad, but I also don't want to be brutally murdered. Yeah. So, 
you know. It's so weird that they're like just right there outside the city. I know. I love those photos where it's like the one taken from the city is uh-huh. like these huge pyramids just come out of nothing. And then the one from the the opposite angle is like urban. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> city. Yeah. Oh, they're right there. But how awesome must it be to live there and have that, like, if that's your view, like, from your apartment? Hey, why have mountains when you can have a pyramid? They're basically (laughs) man-made mountains. Yeah. That might be the title for this episode. Pyramids are just man-made mountains. (laughs) I don't know if you guys have noticed our titles are a little random. Yeah. Uh, So I need to give a shout-out to Spectrum. Internet. Oh, that's right. So they came, and ins- I still have to call Frontier and cancel it, but it- this just happened this week, so... Um, and they, like, just billed me for my last bill, so I have to pay for this month regardless. But um, after this month, I no longer have to pay 85 fucking dollars for internet that never works. Instead, I'm going to be paying $45 for internet that actually uploads our episodes... Yay! ...in, like, 40 seconds. Good. So, good job, Spectrum... Fuck you, Frontier. <laughs> I'm really excited. It's amazing, like, to have working internet, like, all over the house now. Yeah. Um, it's so fucking cool. I can watch as much Netflix as I want. Upstairs gets it, even though it's mm-hmm. downstairs? Cool. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Um, even my phone, because, like, before, like, I tried to use the Wi-Fi at home, and I kept going over my data limit because the Wi-Fi like would be so slow Mm. that I couldn't do anything (laughs) on my phone. I would have to put the cellular on and it's like lightning quick compared to like, cause the frontier internet, like not even that it was slow. Like it just wouldn't do anything. (laughs) Like that first episode I tried to upload and it thought about it for eight hours Yeah, and then it just gave up. Like, and then I go and do it on somebody at someone's apartment who had Spectrum, and it was literally done in 30 seconds. Like, come on, Frontier, get your shit together. Yeah. I know it's DSL, but, like, there's a difference between slow (laughs) and not working at all. So, um, I'm very, very happy with Spectrum so far. Installation was quick and easy. The guy was really nice. So. Cool. they, They may have won me back. Yes. Well, not Spectrum, but Time Warner. At least the uh, people that work up here. Yeah, you don't have. Yeah, to that's deal another with the city thing. People. Was that? <laughs> yeah, that that's another thing. Was that that was that? That also wasn't my internet because I have Verizon for my internet. That was just cable. Yeah, so Time Warner cable was fucking atrocious. So, but I have Directv now, so I don't have to worry about that. But yeah, <laughs> Spectrum winner, 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 chicken dinner. That's a weird saying. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I like it. <laughs> Because you like chicken. <laughs> you like chicken, chicken dinners? I do like chicken dinners. Uh, although I try to be vegan as much as possible, so. So fake chicken dinners? <laughs> the ch- chick apostrophe in. Yeah. Chicken dinners. Chicken. 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 Although, yeah. So anyway. So that's that. And? So you guys, rate us, review us, subscribe. We yeah. love feedback. We're, I'm not just saying that. Like, I, we want to hear what you think. If you have suggestions, and tell us your thoughts on vampires. Absolutely. Was that a good change, or should we stick to ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should branch out into like moral hauntings, or like that, like 
moral haunting? Like, like this event haunted me. I don't know. Oh, oh. <laughs> like, it haunted her to her last day. Yeah. Like, I ran over a homeless person and didn't tell anybody, and now it haunts me. Oh, That might God. be too dark. <laughs> Maybe not. That's unsettling. Maybe we stick to ghost hauntings. Yeah, because that's Are, better, right? <laughs> like, paranormal hauntings. Yeah. Try to stay away from the demons so little, right? Well... Well, a demon is closer to a haunting than a vampire. I know. But they're scary. Vampires aren't. <laughs> they can't possess you. They could hypnotize you though. Yeah. Depending on what 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 vampire legend you're talking well, about. Well, I for like canon, I usually revert to Bram Stoker. Yeah. And Dracula could hypnotize. Yes, he could. And he could... I need to finish reading that. I, <gasps> I, I got, like, I'm, I got to the part where they were chasing him back to his castle. Oh. And I'd never finished. I don't know why. I forgot. Well, why you that? should. I, th- I was very proud of myself for reading that all the way through. Because I tried to read Frankenstein. <gasps> no. <laughs> no go. I, I have Frankenstein to read, too. I didn't start it yet. But I've done some 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 big ones. Some Moby Dick. Oh, God. No. I did that. Can't do it. It's I did War and Peace. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. That's ambitious. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> what do you have? The bird house. Let's come book book it. Oh, that wasn't nice. Well, he came in just in time. Because <laughs> we just went off on another tangent. Pop a squat, kiddo. Perfect. Come here. Thanks for tuning in. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe. And that was thing one and thing two. Thing one and thing two. (laughs) Guest appearances. Um, No, I don't want to be a guest appearance. I want to be a normal appearance. (laughs) Normal appearance. (laughs) Uh, Check out. Twitter and Instagram at myfavehaunting, myfavorithaunting.com. Send us an email, myfavorithaunting at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Don't disappoint the kiddos. Rate, review, and subscribe because they asked you so nicely. Yes, they did. Thanks for potting with us. Potting. Thanks for potting with us. Thanks for potting with us. Let's all go potting. (laughs) It's off to the pot.